why do people start saying scary instead of scared? Instead of saying you were scared or he was scared, you say, oh, you scary. I was scary. It makes no sense. It's literally the same word. New slang, but the same exact thing. Anyways, uh, what's been going on? I had a job interview this week. It was uh, uh, like a video interview, not in person. And I bombed it. I did so bad. I gave the worst answers. I remember they asked me what my biggest weakness was. And I literally couldn't even think of anything. But that's because my go-to is usually um, being on time. Like I say, I'm always like five minutes late coming in. But when people are, they asked me my strengths before that. And I said that I was always on time. I had good time management. And I was like, fuck. Now what am I going to say for a weakness? So I literally said, I don't have any weaknesses. And then they all like took, it was like five people interviewing me on like a conference call. And they all like wrote down a note. And I was like, uh, yeah, I did not get this job. But now what I'm just going to say from now on. I'm gonna say I have trouble asking for help because I always try to take it on myself. I think that's a good one. Uh, today I wanted to talk about, I guess, Oscar noms, Emmy awards, and diversity in film and television. So let's start with the Emmys because that was the first thing that happened. Uh, I haven't really been watching too many shows and movies as I need to and I'm hoping to in 2020. But what I did see last year and what most people saw and fucking hated was Game of Thrones. And somehow Game of Thrones got nominated and won like two different Emmy Awards, which either speaks to how shitty television was last year or to how fucking irrelevant the Emmys are because it was unanimous that this season of Game of Thrones was by far the worst season not only of Game of Thrones but just in general of like such a hype show to end that way and for it to still win two fucking Emmys is disgusting but what I was glad that happened was Fleabag, Phoebe Waller-Bridge if you haven't seen that show go watch it I was early on it and yes I'm one of those people that say I was early on it and I think I, the first time I watched Fleabag was in like, probably like 2016, 2017, not too long after I feel like it came out. And I've recently rewatched both seasons because over the holidays, I watched it, binge watched the whole thing with my aunt and she fucking loved it. And if you haven't seen it, Fleabag, one of the best written shows I think I've ever seen. And I'm just so glad that she's getting the recognition that she deserves. But in general, the Emmys, you know, I feel like they're a less notable version of the Oscars. Like people pay way more attention to the Oscars than the Emmys. You know, The Handmaiden Tale cleaned up for some awards. I think Ozark won some awards. Those are all good shows. I couldn't really get into them as much, so that's why I'm just gonna go straight into the Oscars because I've seen more movies than I've seen TV shows. But I wanted to cover that because I think the diversity topic is involved in both TV and movies. So on to the Oscars, nominations. First of all, best picture. If 
I'm gonna say Parasite should win this. I think Parasite deserves to win this. Now, I haven't seen all these movies. It, we got Ford versus Ferrari, The Irishman, Jojo Rabbit, Joker, Little Women, Marriage Story, 1917, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and Parasite. Now, I've seen Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and I didn't really like it at first, but it's actually grown on me. Uh, thinking back to it now, it's actually a really good movie and really good performances from both Leo and Brad Pitt. I think my problem going into it is I thought it was going to be like Pulp Fiction, just in the sense that it was going to be like a bunch of different storylines merging together and like having all these interesting twists and turns and exciting moments. And it really wasn't like that. Like there were intertwining storylines and with different characters, but it was pretty like mellow and I actually appreciate that from Quentin Tarantino because I think all of his most recent films have been very like action-packed and over the top and this except for the end this was very like subtle and well performed I think and so it grew on me you know I think I just had the wrong impression going into the movies and I think that's a problem I find with going into a lot of movies like seeing Joker I really like Joker. I really like Joaquin Phoenix, but the movie was so overhyped and over, you know, I think praised and overanalyzed that it makes me not want this to win, honestly, because I feel like this was a great movie, but it really didn't even need to be a Joker movie. If you take out Bruce Wayne's name, from this movie it can be a standalone separate from a superhero villain uh anti-hero whichever you want to call it and this guy is not an anti-hero he is a villain deadpool is an anti-hero he kills people but he kills supposedly the bad people joker killed a bunch of innocent people i can't even believe that people were saying that joker's accent actions were like justified it's like did you not see the end of the movie when he's in a fucking psychiatric ward and he just kills a doctor for no reason and then it's just smiling and laughing anyways um i think it's a good indication of like the deterioration or depiction sorry not indication depiction of the deterioration of a man with mental illness and the performance was amazing but joaquin always gives good performances in his movies but i don't feel like they're normally as hyped as this one i feel like this is the most hyped movie he's ever been in which makes sense because it's you know dc and marvel movies are just automatically gonna have all this hype around them but there were just some things i found very unnecessary and kind of trying too hard in the joker particularly the transformation of his body i don't understand and i feel like it wasn't really touched on of why he was so bony and skinny and kind of like almost mutilated like I just feel like it was this extra layer they decided to add on to make him seem more and more demented, but it really had no purpose or rhyme or reason. Like, he didn't seem like a guy that didn't, like, take decent care of himself just in terms of his body. Like, but then all of a sudden the, this there was this reveal and he just looked mutilated. Anyway, Joker was good. But out of this list, so I started watching The Irishman, was way too boring, could not finish it. Uh, 
feel like it's only nominated because it's a Scorsese like with three huge actors, you know, Al Pacino and De Niro and Pesci. And I mean, I'm not mad at that being nominated, but it just was too slow for me. But I also am not super big on like the crime casino movies. Um, you know, I'd say my favorite all of all of them is like Scarface or, you know, I like the Godfathers too, but I think I prefer Scarface. But this one was way slower than Scarface, obviously. And even like certain Godfathers, there's, it's slow moments and it's long, but it's entertaining throughout. I felt like the Irishman had a lot of lulled parts that I just couldn't get through. So I stopped watching the movie. Jojo Rabbit, haven't seen it. Looks interesting, but just not my type of humor, I think. I'll be, I really doubt that this will win. I think the the top three um, that I hope, no, I also haven't seen Little Women. So let me go through this. Okay, I've seen Parts of the Irishman. I've seen The Joker. I've seen Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Parasite. I saw Marriage Story. Everyone's talking about 1917. Haven't seen it. Want to see it. I think 1917, Parasite, and Joker, honestly. But most likely, I feel like 1917 will win because the Oscars have a hard-on for war movies. I feel like every two or three years, a war movie comes out and everyone's like, oh my God, this is so amazing. It's like the same stories being told over and over again, but whatever. Little Women, um, I didn't even think I saw the trailer for this movie. I'm really surprised it's in here. I haven't heard really any talk about it or anyone saying that it's good. Marriage Story was really good. I really like Marriage Story. Um, probably one of my favorites from this year because also I just really like Adam Driver. And I thought Scarlett Johansson was good in this too, but I think when you have an uh, actor as strong as Adam, he's just gonna overshadow you. And already I think Scarlett isn't the strongest of an actress. And when you have someone like Adam, he's just gonna steal every scene. But she gave a really good performance too. And I think the movie made a really good case for both sides like you did feel sympathy for both of them at some points and they were both kind of villains like i think in the second half of the movie they really rail really kind of lean into scarlet being the villain because she's taking away his kids but when you really look at the totality of him cheating on her of her moving there for him like even even if you want to make the case that she moved there to escape when you escape from something your hope it is for a better situation and if it's not then who's to blame for that the person that you ran to that accepted you or you yourself for running and i think in this case with him being so neglectful in the marriage and him cheating on her he is at fault a lot but it is rough just to see when the court system gets involved with a child and you do feel his pain of like, fuck, like she's taking my kid away from me and I basically have to move my whole life to LA just to have a fighting chance of getting partial custody. And then he still loses. It's like, it's rough to see. Um, really like that movie. Parasite though, 
was just phenomenal. It had so many twists and turns. You know, I think for a foreign film to become this popular as well is a feat on its own. And I think it deserves to win just for that because some some people, a lot of people, even myself included, are just really hesitant to watch movies with subtitles. You know, it takes a lot more concentration, especially with a movie like Parasite, which I think you do have to kind of concentrate on because there are a lot of different moving parts. Um, they did an amazing job, the pacing of the movie, the performances, like I wasn't even mad at the ending. I was kind of concerned like uh, when it started getting to the end, like how are they gonna wrap this up? Like, and I wasn't disappointed. I really liked the ending of Parasite and I hope it wins for best picture but I wouldn't be surprised if it doesn't as well. Um, leading role, <sighs> Antonio Banderas, Leonardo DiCaprio, Adam Driver, Adam Driver, Joaquin Phoenix, Jonathan Price. I'd say, I'd say Joaquin should win for this. I know there was some frustration and I guess we'll go into the diversity part. A lot of the nominees are white men. Throughout the awards, the awards, you know, whether it's for directors, supporting roles, um, leading roles, uh, really just cinematography, scripts, like it's all a lot of white males and it's always going to be a lot of white males. And the discussion that's been going around is we need more diversity, we need more diversity, we need more diversity. Whenever I have this conversation with someone, I immediately ask, what movie did you saw from a person of color that you would like to be on this list? Because that's the only way I can kind of get a full picture of whether you're right or wrong in this situation. Just because I think a movie shouldn't be nominated just because it was from a person of color. It should be nominated because it was an amazing movie like Parasite. And the problem with nominating things just because of like quotas you're trying to meet of like, we got to have a certain number of women, we got to have a certain number of races, is it, it loses its meaning. Like it loses its value. Like if everyone went, it's like receiving a participation medal. Like it just, what's the point of even playing? And at the same time though, I feel like this system is so rigged. I don't know how it's voted in but you do feel like what's the point of putting your best foot forward as a person of color if the only things that are going to be nominated are movies with white men i've seen a lot of movies with people of color that seem to be pandering as well though and that's one thing that i can't stand in movies nowadays is when your movie is too focused on the ethnicity and gender and politics of your cast than it is with the actual storyline. Diversity should never come before story. I definitely think diversity should play a part in every movie though. But it's also hard because a lot of these movies, especially the ones that are nominated for Best Picture, are historical. Like or semi-autobiographical, like Ford versus Ferrari, they're both gonna be white males. Irishmen, they're all gonna be white. Little women, they're all gonna be white. Um, 19, 
17, they're all going to be white. That's automatically like four of the nominees that are automatically going to have all white cast, primarily white cast. And I guess you could say in, in 1917, you could have people of color, but normally in war movies, it's focusing on, you know, white people. I just feel like I'm conflicted because in America, I think American cinema, Hollywood is really the cinema of the world. It's not just American cinema, but part of me feels like we should be highlighting Americans first and a lot of even the black people in a lot of the movies today are British. And I don't know how I feel about that just because like, for example, I feel like there's becoming more and more diversity for Asian roles. Like Aquafina got nominated and won some awards. Like you're having a lot of these like Netflix successes with like, there was like that teen love story movie. There was Crazy Rich Asians. There was like, um, the movie with I'm blanking on. There was a lot of like romantic comedies that I think did well um, with the Ali Wong, the movie. I'm forgetting the name of that movie, but there's been a couple of movies in the recent years with like strong Asian leads. And the way I feel about that is, it's tough because it comes down to who is American, right? And everyone can be American in a way that you can't be in other countries. For example, in Parasite, right? The whole cast is Korean, as it should be because the movie was filmed in Korea. And you're not surprised by that. You don't think it's wrong. You're not calling for diversity. But if you're a Korean that was born and raised in America and you go to Korea, you can be seen as a foreigner, right? But you have your own like cinema in Korea that is just for Koreans. But in America, because Hollywood is so prevalent, there isn't really cinema just for Americans. Everyone is invited and everyone is expected to be included. And because America is such a melting pot, it's hard to exclude people because it's like, if you're Asian American, you're still American. If you're African American, you're still American. If you're, you know, um, Latino American, you're still American, but if you're British and you're black, yeah, you have diversity for black people, but you're not American. So should American be cast before British people? I'm just a little jaded because I feel like a lot of the same British actors or British by way of Africa, because I feel like a lot of them were born and raised or maybe grew up in Africa and then moved to um, the UK to pursue acting and theater and such. They becoming recycled like they're getting all the roles and even with african-american actors like i feel like the same like four or five get like the main big blockbuster roles in hollywood and i just feel like i don't know if there is a solution to the diversity because it has so many moving parts in it you know I just feel like we have to stop putting so much stock into it. And every year, like I know Joaquin went up when he accepted his award at the Emmys and basically said that this didn't matter. 
and I know Ricky Gervais like tore Hollywood apart, all this shit. But it's like if you're at the awards and you're accepting award, if you're participating, you're not allowed to shit on the awards because if you really didn't care, then you wouldn't be there. So you do care. It's so it's so like. Uh, what do you want to call it? Just like off-putting, like not genuine. It's not genuine. Like when you go up and accept an award, and you're like smiling, you're happy, and you're hoping you won, and then you win, and you're like, this award doesn't even really matter. What really matters is the polar bears dying in the Arctic. It's like, no. Then you would be going helping the polar bears, like. Oh, but they're using their platforms to spread awareness. No one that's watching the Oscars is gonna see you and you hear your speech and be like, "You're right. I gotta stop watching movies and go help the polar bears or go help with the wildfires in Australia." It's like people are virtue signal, virtue signal, signaling. Why can't I say that word right now? And it's just really evident. And I just don't care about it anymore. It's like, just go up and accept your word, like Ricky Gervais said. But even him, he's such a part of it. Like he, how many times has he hosted? For him to be like he doesn't care anymore and none of this is meaningless, it's like you wouldn't have hosted that many times. And for you're not gonna do something that many times that you don't care about or that you don't at least see the value or the fun in it. And maybe that's why he does it. It's because he just sees it as fun, but not something as you know legitimized. But it is legitimized. Everyone cares. That's why people talk about it after they win. That's why people look up the best pictures and go watch movies that are listed. Like I'm gonna probably watch all these movies just because they're listed as a best picture. Like what, like it or not, it is the most prestigious award. And one day, I wanna like be part of the EGOT family. You know. At least win a cup,、uh, Emmy or an Oscar. That'd be amazing. Like if someone offers it to you, you're not gonna decline it. And it's just so ridiculous that people try to act like it doesn't matter. But then if they win, they care about if they win or lose. They really do inside. And I don't know. I just think it needs to be vetted. Like I think whoever is making the decisions. And voting needs to be examined. How are they choosing these movies? But also, more people of color need to be in executive positions. That's why a lot of this isn't gonna change until that changes. Is because the executives at the movie studios, the ones with the real power and the money, are usually white males. So. They're gonna support white males, and that's what you're gonna keep seeing continually until there's a change in that. And that's all I really got to say. I'm just rambling.、Um, I guess I'll put something else out later this week. It gets better. It gets better. It gets better. <laughs>